0: Okay, I'm going to tap four, and I'm going to cast Brian's stout arm um, and uh, pass the turn. Uh,
1: in your end step, I'm going to cast Swift Reconfiguration on your commander, turning it into a vehicle. <laughs> Good one, Krim.
0: Oh boy, these uh, Neon Dynasty cards show sure off are fun, aren't they, Krim? I know, right? Name something you love more than
1: getting new commander cards. Uh, My family.
0: Well, how about an end to world hunger? <laughs>
1: okay, losers. New cards are a close second, though. Speaking of... Are both of you excited for... Don't say it. Don't say what? The new set name. Vince has been getting a little too into character lately. It's okay to be excited for a new compenna prof. Lighten up. Oh, by the way, I have a Rhystic study though. Vince, did you pay the one?
0: You come to me?
1: Oh, uh, that's a lot.
0: On the day of my daughter's pre-release, you come to me? Ask me
1: to pay the one? First of all, Vince, you don't have a daughter. Second of all, this isn't a pre-release. And third of all, you came to me. Remember, I flew you out here. Uh, as an English major, I thought you'd know a metaphor when you saw one. About which bit? All of it. It's all a metaphor. Okay, as impressively fast as that costume change was Vince, it's not even accurate to the setting. New Capenna's set with like the 1920s aesthetic and The Godfather's set in the 40s.
0: I'm not Vince anymore. I'm Vinny. Vinny unpleasant jabroni.
1: Vinny jabroni?
0: Vinny Jabroni never pays the one for Vistic Study. Vinny Jabroni never pays the two for smothering time. And Vinny Jabroni never pays the three for Mana Leak. Do you wanna know why, Brian? Do you wanna know why?
1: Vinny Jabroni might be bad at magic. Vinny Jabroni doesn't pay, cause Vinny Jabroni gets paid! Well, Vinny Gibroni won't get paid if he keeps doing that ridiculous voice. Seriously? You guys get paid? Take the hat off, Vince. You look like Orson Welles. Well, if Orson Welles got reincarnated as a StarCraft player.
0: Fine, fine, I got out of my system anyway. This uh, this
1: voice really does a number on your vocal cords.
0: You guys tried this sort of thing before?
1: Oh, I'm glad that's over. You were doing a real disservice to the real mobsters of real Chicago.
0: Wait, you're telling me it's not just a Magic the Gathering setting? That there's really a place that's really called the real Chicago?
1: Really? really? Hello and welcome to Dies to Removal, the Magic: The Gathering podcast, where Pleasant Kenobi That's and me. myself talk about all things Magic: The Gathering. Indeed, we do. What are we talking about today, Vince? Today we're talking about the
0: mana, the money behind them. I almost said mana, then the money behind the magic, the real-world mana. In Magic, you need mana to do things. Yes. In reality, you just need money. Money makes the world go around, and it makes our game do weird things, I guess, is is what we're talking about today.
1: And we're not talking about Magic Finance in terms of the secondary market, cards having value as game pieces. Instead, we're going to talk about the business end of Magic that we maybe don't always see, but affects our game and our community nonetheless. And by which I mean the board of shareholders at Hasbro Corporation. Why don't we start... There.
0: Well, we'll also, just uh, before we start, I want to say that we're not just doing a, a capitalism, capitalism is bad episode, because that's kind of very reductive. And we're also doing an episode where we're just like, oh, shareholders are evil and we're not like bemoaning all the choices they make. We're all going to be talking about um the future i guess in some ways and how things might change going forward
1: i think capitalism is great and if you're looking for a deck box for your magic the gathering <laughs> flesh and blood and pokemon playing cards you should check out my deck box which i'm selling yay capitalism all right oh, okay. <laughs> you can also support on patreon i sell t-shirts on my site i sell t-shirts and coffee mugs and play mats and you can... There's actually a button on YouTube where you can just push that button and give money. Did you know that?
0: Yeah, the donation... I've add. had,
1: like, two people do it. I Thank need
0: to, you. So I need to make more merch is what I've learned from this. But that's not... That's not the topic of this right. episode. Right, Is it merchandise? Well, I guess it is, but not necessarily for the content creator.
1: Right, no. We're talking about how there is a effect of the business on the game. Because, let's face it, what's good for the business of Hasbro and what's good for shareholder profits may not always be what's good for Magic the Gathering. I'll start with a really obvious example. If Hasbro's making money, shareholder profits allegedly go up. Therefore, Hasbro is going to put pressure on Wizards of the Coast to make as much money as possible. And since they own and control Wizards of the Coast, they can offer those directives, such as increase your profits increase your sales, increase the number of products coming out. Sure. Perhaps offer products that are not the best quality but will sell anyway?
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, all these things... So, we've got to remember that this is for the best year ever, right? Or they've had the best couple Every of years Every year ever. is the best yeah, year exactly. ever. Yeah, exactly. But which, isn't that but, interesting? But, but that proves that whatever behind-the-scenes incentives or discussions or goals they're being given, whether it be don't improve card stock, because that would cost them money to invest in doing so, or to increase the product line, or to increase direct-to-consumer sales, which is one of the big ones we've seen, right? right. Instead of, like, going to a little game store, now you go to secretlayer.com and buy your secret layers. All of those things have worked. So at least they're doing the right thing in terms of making the money. I think
1: they have (laughs) improved on the cardstock on some products. Here's It is very
0: strange how inconsistent it is, though. It is
1: incredibly inconsistent, but there have been some products where I've gotten it, and I've gone, wow, cardstock is really good here. And then literally the next product, let's say Commander Legends, is atrocious. Is there any reason
0: that you think that's happening? This is
1: my understanding. So you listed that as a potential a reason that they maybe aren't fixing it is because it would cost money and that means less money for the shareholders and profits. That that, that
0: means changing printers, changing gear, different tech, different uh,
1: resources. I don't believe that's the case at all. Now, again, they're very secretive about all of this, but my understanding is simply that they are making so much product and selling so much product that they have to use an incredibly wide variety of printers and locations. They can't just print all this in one factory in, let's say, Belgium, Instead, they've got factories over a wide variety of locations and some that they are even doing temporary contracts with. They maybe hadn't worked with in the past are working with one time. Uh, Again, I don't know how accurate it is. It's just what I've heard on the grapevine. And so the quality control and inconsistency comes from the fact that Commander Legends is printed in factory A. Strixhaven is printed in factory B. You know, Dominaria United it will be practi- printed in Factory B and Factory C. Interesting. Okay. And so you end I mean, up where there was a disaster with one batch, but that's be- because of Factory A, which was only used and Historically,
0: ones. we saw this as well. Back when there was less product, we just knew that, like, it tended to be the European product was in a good state because it came from the Belgian factories. Right. They were reliable and ended up being... The foils would warp less than the American ones. But now we've got a situation where they're obviously using more... Uh, More factories, essentially, right? And we saw this in a weird parallel to to Warhammer 40K, is that they had to pull products randomly off shelves that they never said they were going to be always for sale, but became limited release items, because they lost contracts with... Um, places that were manufacturing the boxes and the paperwork. Again, they were very not wanting to tell the public what was happening, but they had to piece this together. So you, you play
1: Warhammer forty k. I do indeed, you? and I make Warhammer videos 40K? about k? it on videos.
0: my YouTube channel. You have a YouTube channel. But anyway, we've seen that in other hobby gaming spheres as well, where their deals and the, the manufacturer manufacturers they're using, some of them go under because of COVID, or all the all the supply chains are funny because of COVID. So they've had to like source different things, and that so yeah, that makes sense actually. So. We don't know what's. So causing it's, not the, this. St- it's not, the, not the shareholders saying. But we don't know
1: that. It could very well be because, just as an example, one of the reasons why having profits tied to a giant corporation that is controlled by and prioritizing its shareholders is that maybe it is less in their interest to spend money on premium quality when offering less than premium quality is going to equal more profits. Now that might not be the case with the cardboard quality, but that could be the case with a lot of other aspects of the game. When we are perhaps doing business deals, such as I think universes beyond Mm. is a really great example of this where, Hey, the secret layer of the walking dead was the biggest selling secret layer of all time. Is that something that was good for the game and good for the community? Or is that something that was good for the shareholders?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's hot, probably one of those hot button ones of all the things we're going to talk about today. Is because people were very upset about the sanctity of magic being damaged. You yourself were one of them, right? Because you want magic to be its own cohesive yeah. intellectual. Yeah, well, I'm not upset
1: day. anymore because the sanctity of magic has been damaged. Is yeah, damaged, the Pandora's box is open. It's very hard to keep crying about trying to close that lid. No, I'm I'm dead inside <laughs> as far as that's concerned. I'm not joking. I'm just when you say to me, we're we're having what is it? It's the Video game one with the, the the not Street Fighter the other video Star Wars? the other video game is there a Star Wars video game No, I'm just saying
0: things that you oh. don't know about because you I... obviously
1: don't know about what you're talking I about. I heard had a friend telling me there was a Star Wars video game that was really good.
0: There are many Star Wars video games.
1: Oh, well, I meant that was good, like a good one.
0: Yeah, there's been quite a few good ones too. Okay. Anyway, See, are you talk- I know about Star are you, are you talking about Wars. Fortnite, is that what you're Fortnite, talking about? Fortnite,
1: that's the one. So, so like, 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 when you say to me, "We're doing Secret Layer Fortnite," it's just. Beep in my soul but I f- but that's not anger and that's not sadness. It's just I feel dead inside when I think about Secret Lair. It's Fortnite. super interesting
0: you have got Fortnite though, because Magic has been Fortnitefied. or the Fortnitefication of Magic has happened yes. in, t- in t- two ways, right? So, so the firstly is the Secret Lair thing, where they're like, let's have skins of almost popular thing, and then we end up with this huge hodgepodge of uh, like a cultural melting pot, almost of pop culture nonsense, right? And that's what we're seeing. Yeah. Every other Secret Lair is just a random thing, and that's going to be a format in years to come called Universes Beyond, where you can only play the universe is beyond stuff and be like Smash Bros. So there's that. But also when you go over the digital side of things like the mastery passes and the right. and the, the the sleight of hand of giving you two different uh, gems and gold and one is worth different to the other. One can be bought. All of those strategies are things that have come from Fortnite was not the originator of these things but Fortnite is probably one of the prime examples of this of strategies that make a lot of money but aren't necessarily uh, for the sake of the game. They're for the sake of deepening pockets, right?
1: Wizards of the Coast could, if they wanted to, improve the Magic Arena economy. They could have, if they had wanted to, chosen a less predatory or exploitative economy, mm. but that would have meant less money. Mm-hmm. And I think it might be impossible. So as we are recording this, we're recording this. i about to say we this. date
0: this with that. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Right. Yeah.
1: Well, we're going to tr- push really hard to have this up on the following Tuesday. Today is Thursday, and this afternoon there is the famous, long-awaited—I think years in the making—Magic yeah, Arena yeah. live stream discussion. And I, I, when this is published, it will have already happened. By putting all my money on, we're going to try and justify what we do, what we do, but we're not going to change what we do, what we do. Is—is yeah. is I do not think that they're going to say we'd like to show you reforms. Changes and improvements to the economy. I don't even think there will be there. There might be a gesture like use code economy and get 500 gems. That would be hilarious if they said code economy and you get the monopoly man as a pet. Code economy, and you get the Monopoly man as a pet, and they reveal it during the stream. But I kind
0: of love that because of how oh, it would be
1: such a middle finger. Yeah, I love and I love that. That's like lean into it. Being in the content creator
0: sphere, sometimes you put things out that I just—I had three videos last week that all came out a day after new things happened, changed them. It's very funny that we're having an episode that could age poorly, but I'm also quite confident. That there won't be much new information coming this afternoon to right. outdate what we're saying. It's
1: going to be like justifying it as my bet. But I want but my point being is that the only thing preventing Wizards of the Coast from fixing and improving the arena economy is essentially the Hasbro shareholders. Yeah, because there's no so. Because there's there's nothing in it for Mark Rosewater. He doesn't even play Arena. There's no genuine
0: argument that uh, the game is made better by making it difficult to obtain (laughs) wild cards. It's not to cultivate the ladder experience or to make the game the next big esport. None of these things come out of it. Because there is an argument for... So rotation is the famous old-school magic thing that feels like a cash grab, Right. They would rotate sets, and that means you've got to buy more packs, and that's just as good for sales. But rotation does form, form, uh, serve a gameplay, focus, uh, um, gameplay purpose mm-hmm. in making the formats fresh and different and changing, and it keeps the game fresh. The arena economy and similar doesn't have that secondary function. So rotation is a money grab, but it does have a function. The arena economy, the mastery passes, how terrible it all is, none of that does.
1: I think there's a difference between business, which, of course, a business needs to operate... Yeah, I, I I have an office that I rent. I have employees now that I pay. I have expensive equipment that breaks down, needs to be replaced, needs to be upgraded. And I also have a YouTube channel. Yes. it <laughs> has to be maintained. You get paid in in,
0: in British dollar dues. I do, I do. Yes. Not euros. We get paid in um, coal. As, uh, coal? Uh, I don't know. I don't know where to go with that yes.
1: one. Anyway, yes. yes but, to but so, so there's business. I think rotation, because there was an NPR uh, program some years back about how rotation was one of the reasons why Magic the Gathering has lasted as long as it did, because it drives people to have to get the new product in order to play in standard. Whether or not that is still currently true is one thing, but I don't think there's anything wrong with Wizards of the Coast trying to make money. I don't think there's anything wrong with Wizards of the Coast saying, we have 500, 5,000, whatever it is, employees. We need to pay them, give them raises, give them health care. We want to keep the lights on. We want to expand into new things, pay artists. We have operational costs, and people want to make a certain amount of profit. And so if they say, listen, what's one way to good business? One way to good business is, is if we have our standard format, need you to keep getting cards from the new." set, and the cards from the old sets that are no longer being sold by us rotate out and can be played with around the kitchen table or in legacy formats, that's fine, but the standard set needs you to keep coming into the game store. This seems like a good way to keep people doing business, and we can debate that, but there's a huge difference between that and, hey, what if we got a company to pay us to advertise their product via specialty magic cards that then people would simultaneously pay for? And, and we essentially sold our own customers' ads for a different game, and we say, well, I could actually argue that the standard format is good for the health of the game, even though I don't really like playing standard. I think that sure, its existence sure. is good for the health of the game, both in a business sense, and I could say that in a gameplay sense, having, like you started to describe, the, you want the, it to stay fresh, cards to rotate yeah. out— Okay, devil's advocate. But then you get to magic alchemy.
0: Yeah, before we move to alchemy, a bit of devil's advocate in a way because I don't, I don't wholly believe in this, but I think there is some merit to it.
1: Which makes you the strongest advocate for magic alchemy there is. No, we're
0: not talking about alchemy. Hold up, hold up. Yes. Uh, Walking Dead cards, Stranger Things cards, Street Fighter cards. You basically posit the idea that whilst standard create is a is a thing that improves the game, these things are kind of hollow things that right. are advertisements you call them, right? surely it is good for the health of the game to bring in new players and new eyes and, and people who may never have actually been interested in magic in the first place. Surely that's a good thing. And these and secret layers, even if you don't like them, do do that. People will go and buy a Street Fighter secret layer if they don't like sure. magic initially.
1: And I, I also, again, and I've tried to also walk this line because it's no secret that I don't like universes beyond. And I was very upset about Walking Dead, though mostly more than anything with Walking Dead, it was that it was unique Game pieces being sold via yeah. a limited time, direct sales only. There were other elements to it that I was upset about, and I listed them. But the biggest one, and the real only problem one, like actual problem, was the fact that these cards were mechanically unique mm-hmm. and exclusive to Secret Layer, and only available for what was it, three weeks, four weeks, something like that? Yeah. And that they said at the time, we will never reprint these in any capacity and there will never be Magic the Gathering versions of them, etc. Yeah. And so that was why I was like, oh my God, this is, this is a terrible thing. I guess what people should remember at
0: home as well is that they walked back on a lot of what their plans were for The Walking Dead Secret Lair. Due and to criticism
1: from critics, which means there's a value to yeah. critics. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly, because there was a lot of outrage about Walking Dead and it was... It was multi-layered. There's all sorts of things. Of, sure. From, from the from on one end, like you're saying, um, so there's a sanctity of magic as an IP. There's the, the mechanically unique nature of them. Right. And then there's people believing that Commander needed to be reformed to a different format to not allow these things. There's a huge Ooh. swath of criticism. Let's
1: not touch um, that last one. Some
0: of it was more valid than others, in my opinion, especially right. the the middle one, the mechanically unique stuff. And then they did. Mark Rosewater, very publicly, was like, "Oh, okay, okay. There's been an outcry. We will reprint these at some point." And then they didn't for the Walking Dead ones. Weirdly, right? They, they did for the next ones. We've seen. Now that the Secret Lair Stranger Things has been reprinted all into Innistrad skins, because of course, horror. Spooky. Yeah, if it's horror, it's got to be Innistrad. And
1: having just left not one, not two, but three Innistrad sets, what better set to reprint those Innistrad Stranger Things cards into than Gotham? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the 1940s so, do you know the thing Nuka that really
0: Benna. bums me out is people on social media telling me that I'm overreacting and saying, "Well, the only set to ever have investigate was in the Stratum." Like, we're going to a set where they've said a detective stalks the streets. We can have investigate on Luke Right, Benet. Right. Anyway, that's besides the point. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of backlash, and they changed and pivot what they were doing. So originally, it felt more like a cash grab, in my opinion, oh, yeah. because it was much more destructive than what it was doing to things like Legacy. Right. Even not immediately, but it would have done when they inevitably broke the format with.
1: My biggest objection was the destruction just to consumer confidence and towards the idea that anybody can buy packs and get pieces to play the game, even if some of those pieces might be more rare than others, which there's problems with the booster pack system, but that's been the game since the start, and the idea that we might have, imagine if they hadn't walked it back, and we would be saying today, if you want Rick steadfast leader, you have to buy it on the secondary market, because it was only sold once, and only sold for a few weeks, and I argue that that is very likely the result of things like it's a corporation that needs to increase its profits. The ramp up. Everybody talks about too many Magic the Gathering products. This increase is through not this is best for the game or even best for the business, but through we need to double our profits. They set out, Hasbro set out a directive that Wizards of the Coast needed to double its profits over five years, and they did so over... Three? Yeah, it was was, was two or three. Unbelievable. But interestingly, though, they walked back. Do you think that Wizards of the Coast employees received a uh, raise? Yeah. (laughs) Well, they probably did, but not comparatively speaking. Not 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 due to meeting that bonus. They they probably have a contractual raise. You have
0: record profits, but companies continue to raise prices, release more stuff, and not pay their staff anymore. And that's all because,
1: again, of the shareholders. You go to Wizards of the Coast and you say, you should take a ton of money and invested into making Magic Online a great new interface, a great new way to play Magic Online, but... They
0: did, Brian. It's called Arena.
1: Right. They did invest some amount of money, probably... Why would they do... But this is where having, you know, the giant corporation, the shareholders comes into being in conflict, because there's no incentive for them to spend the money to make it better for the sake of making it better. Especially if it's already making money. Shareholders might have told me, I mean, I just bought these brand new cameras they were very expensive and shareholders might have said to me those old camcorders you've been using for 6 years that can't shoot in 4K there's no reason to do it yeah and it was it wasn't a hardship but it was a notable loss to the to get 3 of the three of these cameras was that was some big bucks and uh, not what we usually spend. And if I had had a board of shareholders, they might have said, "No, you 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 do it until the camcorders die."
0: Yeah, because there's no one getting the magic. The other online is still making money, hence why it still exists. Well, Otherwise, they're going to shut it
1: down. So, but there's but there's no there's
0: minimal sorry there's minimal investment into that program to make it any better than it currently is because it just makes the money. Performing as it does, there's no need to improve it. Although the argument there is, because they could use that as a way to onboard people into the game. But right, but that's that's
1: more intangible goals. Like, why should they include? uh, 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 Why should Pioneer be on Magic Arena? And they include a code in the Pioneer Challenger decks that gives you a Pioneer deck for free. That's the same as the paper product, making a link between digital and paper. Everybody wants sure that people will
0: buy the stuff anyway without it.
1: Right, right. And so again, we get to. Why would we spend the money to make that improvement when it's not going to immediately and noticeably profit us in a significant way? And then you get to things like Magic Online stagnating, Magic Arena, it's got a a bad economy, and it looks like it's starting to stagnate as well. It's starting to show more and more cracks and signs of wear, is it not?
0: Why did they walk back the mechanically unique, we're not going to reprint these then? Because surely, by the same logic that we're putting out here, they could have been like, oh, well, it's still going to sell.
1: I think that there w- there's not really a cost to them for that, and that the upset by the player base was so great and growing that in order for them to continue making universes beyond secret layers, that the resentment would continue. So imagine if Stranger Things had been mechanically exclusive only. Imagine if Street Fighter had been mechanically exclusive mm-hmm. only with no reprints coming. Nobody had a problem with Stranger Things, myself included, who did an entire video saying I have no problem I'm with that. I want to
0: go one step further than that. I think it just gave them another product to sell because now they're now people are chasing those, sure. those, so, those you, so, mythic rares. that are in So one that's how you present stuff. that to the
1: board. You say to the board, listen, oh, we, we it gives us we another product them. to sell. As well as it stops the overwhelmingly negative criticism we're getting that can be potentially disruptive to sales and consumer cons- sure. confidence, we we, we accomplish two things. There's no reason to complain about Secret Layer Stranger Things. Look at the complaints over Secret Layer Walking Dead. There's no reason to complain about Secret Layer uh, Street Fighter or even Fortnite. Beep. There's no reason to complain about these things. There isn't. They're not mechanically unique, though, don't worry. Right. (laughs) They're they're mechanically unique for six months.
0: No, no, supposedly... Uh, this is written somewhere. The, front, the Fortnite ones, I think you told me this, are skins. They're skins of existing stuff. They're not mechanically. Oh, no, yeah, that's
1: even better. I thought they were. So the Street Fighter, though, Because like... I've been
0: told that as if. Okay, like, Street Fighter So I've been told w- I can't be critical now because they're right, skins. You're not thought, allowed to be critical. I thought critical. it was you, but it wasn't you. I'm not allowed to be critical now because so they're not mechanically. They're I still skins. kind of hate Fortnite being in magic. Anyway, second question to you on this sort of walking back on criticism. Okay, as critics that criticize the decisions of the company, were we not vocal enough about their moving to direct to consumer sales, selling singles, cutting out the LGS? they never walked back. on that? Well, they did, kind of. They gave the Mythic Edition 2, which was terrible, to stores, right? And then they just carried on selling our secret layers directly. right? They walked back one, but not the other. Do we not have enough community outrage on one than the other?
1: I feel feel bad because I tried to support Arena within its first year, because I really wanted a successful digital client. I thought Arena would have been like Magic Online 2.0, and as soon as I heard that cards were not tradable, I had this feeling in my gut that that I should have followed. And I tried to support Arena, and I have, it's really funny because if you look back at my early videos, they're very supportive of Arena, even though it's mentioning that I think that we should be striving to put Modern on there, we should be striving to make it a, a better economy but I wonder if I shouldn't have been like, like sounding the alarm on Arena from the very start, and now it's too late. So feel you're, I, you're feeling I the feel same way I feel that in my bones. No, but I yeah. feel that
0: in my bones about Arena, because only recently have I said, I'm not buying packs anymore. I'm, I'm so done with the constant change, the alchemy, the erratas, right. the erratas with no wild cards back, the growing cost of historic, because I love eternal formats, and historic's now just as expensive to get into modern. So I feel that in my bones, that I should have peeled back earlier and been like, look at this, yeah. this is a joke. I have if- faith. But and with, I
1: with secret layers, you feel you should have maybe been critical earlier?
0: Um, secret... This is the thing. I, I think I come from... A, in England, we don't have as many game stores. Right. It's very rare for me to get to... Only recently in the last five years we had stores open up that I regularly go to now. So maybe my attachment to the LGS isn't quite what the Americans have when you do have ones. Mm-hmm. So therefore, it's never been at the forefront of my mind. And I feel guilty for that a little bit.
1: What about the fact that you were one of a few creators? I hope yeah. you don't mind me bringing this no, up. No, no, yeah, please do. You were one of a few creators that were actually paid directly mm-hmm. by Wizards of the mm-hmm. Coast to not to endorse, but to show off and reveal yeah. the first... Batch that was the very first, correct? Yeah. Secret Layers. Did that affect your criticism of
0: it? Um, initially, when they first did Secret Layers, none of them were mechanically unique. So, the right. only real concerns, the two concerns that came up were one, LGSs aren't getting these, right? And two, is Wizards just selling singles now? And again, I it didn't, neither of those things really bothered me. I find I it hard to put into words why. Yeah, it's just, it's like. It feels like an inevitability. It feels like Wizards selling singles is kind of like an inevitability. But yeah. maybe I'm looking back on this mob the last three years of them selling singles or whatever. So I never I never felt any guilt for that. I never thought it was the wrong thing to do. But now I'm sitting here, we're talking about how they pulled back on one element of it because we were openly critical. Everyone was openly critical. Not just you, not just me, right. but as a community. And I'm I'm starting to think, this is completely new in front of the camera. and never really yeah. thought of this. If we were more openly critical about the direct-to-consumer sales... Well, we have seen them throw more bones to game stores, and we've just been through a global pandemic, and we're still in it. And, and well, we are not finished. Right. Where game stores are struggling, so surely more. Bo- and they did throw some stuff, right? They, they did, some did promos. One good, they did the one good mystery thing, which
1: was they sent out millions of dollars worth of mystery booster packs boxes to local game stores just. Grotta. Do you
0: think we did not talk about that enough? So I'm saying say, throw bones, throw
1: bones, and they did. I talked about it. I said it was one of the best things that was in my best of video. I said that was a great move. So less they watched than the worst of. The problem was was that the next year they decided to do a similar thing, but they only gave it to premium game stores, the D and D, Amper Oh yeah, I've done promos. videos on this as well. They, they, it's very and they hard called to... it. They called it love your local game store a week or day or something like that. But if you like live that, in a
0: European country, your local store that got one of the ampersands might be a thousand miles away. It wasn't much different so out here
1: because I looked on the <laughs> store locator in a video and in Los Angeles, there's something like two yeah, or three premium three stores. In one in the Bay Area or two. Again, and it's just like, that's insane. And so if you live in a more rural area, which most of the country, you know, like many people do, is most of this country is, is not big city. It really could be, you know, uh, 500 miles away to your next WPN store. And it's so funny that that event was love your local game store. And it's, well, love your premium local game store sort of thing. And they did give stuff to all the local game stores, but the good stuff went to the WPN. So is that their lip service?
0: Because we're going back to the the shareholder making the profits go up, make the line go up sort of thing, right? Is that surely game stores are important to their model, but then they sell through Amazon and Target and Walmart. Not only do they sell through Amazon,
1: Walmart and Target, but it ends up being a better deal for me to buy a booster box on Amazon, most of the time than to go down to my local game store and buy one there. And having spoken to owners of many local game stores, it is different because many are, we're getting this from different distributors and such, but many of them have said it's very similar to just, I could just be buying booster boxes off Amazon to sell in my store, that the the, the pricing and value isn't that Oof. different, 10, $20 yeah. maybe. But it's like, yeah, wow, I sell a booster box for $120 and I'm making And it's like, well, wait a minute, but I could buy a booster box on Amazon sometimes for $90. So it's it's like, yeah, that's the same. And again, this is every store is a different little distributor setup and overhead and all that stuff. But it's close. And it's frustrating that they're essentially in competition in some ways with their own local game stores. Therefore, we come to part two. Do you think that if we buy enough shares in Hasbro (laughs) that we could uh, try and free Wizards of the Coast? From Hasbro, perhaps some kind of hedge fund could get together and buy 1.5% or 2.5%, whatever it is, of Hasbro shares and say, Wizards of the Coast should be its own company making its own decisions. You've been
0: reading too many Reddit comments, yes. this, this sounds like a fever dream of a, a probably a downvoted low end Reddit comment. That's not this a can't
1: f- be real, surely. It is real because <laughs> we had this happen. <laughs> and full disclosure, going into this conversation, I was asked to have a meeting with them, literally the people in those, the three high ups there, uh, uh, Finkel and the two other investor guys that that are in control of the hedge fund. And uh, I'm going to watch my words very carefully because I don't want to get sued but uh, I don't want to get sued. You, you didn't tell get sued? me we could get
0: sued by coming on here. If you're going to sue anyone, please sue Brian.
1: Please, sue he he can afford three I'm, 4K I'm cameras. I'm going to say no comment to channel. a lot of stuff. Uh, it was a very uncomfortable conversation. I don't think I presented myself well. But I it do want to... It died wanna... off pretty quick. What? But Free the Wizard was a yeah. thing for like five days. And it's gone. So let's start <laughs> just with what they were proposing. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, then okay. we can talk about the validity of it. Their idea was that Hasbro is making most of its money from Wizards of the Coast, or a lot of it,
0: which is true. Like,
1: okay. as far but then Hasbro it. is taking that money and not reinvesting it into Wizards of the Coast. They're taking that money and instead of putting it into making Magic Online better, instead of putting it into having a pro tour again, instead of putting it into a less predatory arena economy or card stock or a million other things they could be doing, they put it into maybe making a G.I. Joe cartoon or video game. They put it into the, the, the next little, you know, Monopoly commercial they want to air. And only some of it goes back to Wizards of the sure. Coast to just kind of keep it off. Operating And they said, that's not good. Wizards of the Coast should be its own company. That way, its profits get reinvested back into itself, which makes a a certain amount of sense, at least on paper. And also, we want to control who's on the board of directors, or at least nominate someone to the board of directors and stack some people on there so that they are overseeing how Wizards controls its money. And they're also a hedge fund, which stands to make enormous profit should the split happen. And I guess the question is, is uh, do we trust a, a a hedge, a high-risk hedge fund with our game more than we trust a giant corporation with shareholders? But then there would still be shareholders. It's just
0: devil you don't know versus devil you don't know, right? Like,
1: <laughs> well, there there was also the argument that theoretically by making Wizards its own thing, there could be even greater demand or command on them to do more secret layers, more universes beyond more products where Hasbro maybe lets them be that if they've got a direct board looking at them under extreme scrutiny of increasing our share prices, increasing our sales, that it could be even more amplified theoretically. I I,
0: I think the idea that taking away one board of people separating out from Hasbro and putting a different board of people in And then them not doing the same things that have already made record profits for the last three years, it's kind of crazy. Yes. That's how that's how I saw it as someone who doesn't really understand how shares really work in terms of how much control you have over a company. But like why would they not continue on the same path they are now, barring John Finkel having a bit of a nostalgia for
1: the The of old, you know? Like I, it, the whole thing was very, and like I said, the conversation was incredibly unpleasant because I didn't trust them. I don't. I, I was like, I want to watch my words very carefully because I don't. They were asking me for things like insight and information, mm-hmm. and I was like, well, I. I and I, I, I was like, I've kind of I've said what I think in my videos, and they're like, well, we'd like to know from you about what the community, and they were trying to do this angle of this is what's best for the game, for the players, and we, this group of millionaire, maybe billionaire in, in this hedge fund, we're just trying to do what's best for the game and not our own profits and, yeah. and such, which is... Which by
0: very definition is not what a hedge fund is. A hedge fund is not a... Um, uh, a community outreach project or looking to improve the experiences of the average consumer. Hedge funds are there to make profit by investing. At at all costs. In many ways, it's It's their own goal. And they wanted their own
1: people. They wanted their own people. They were saying, oh, it's John Finkel, this player from a decade ago, who's been largely I mean, you know... doesn't have he's, a large... He's the Michael Jordan of magic. Sure, but uh, 10 years after Michael Jordan retired. And I think that's a term that no one has written for the
0: last 20 years yes, either. Yes,
1: right. Well, there you go. <laughs> and I don't mean that anything disparaging. No, no. He's a hero. and But it, it, it was very... That's, I bought my that first modern deck
0: because of what John Finkel was playing. Got, so a lot of us shade, you know? got
1: into and loved the game and he's an absolute... Uh, uh, hero hates my guts now, Uh, but, (laughs) (laughs) oh no, Uh, 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 oh boy, again, I was very nervous, I was like, my hands were shaking because I was afraid of of what are they doing, you know, like, I don't want to give them something that could be used to hurt magic, I'm not saying that's what they're intending to do, and maybe their intentions are pure, they're magic players and this and that, but I didn't know, and I had thought they were going to talk to me about themselves, and they didn't, they just immediately said, essentially, what is it you could tell us that would get the community on our side? Uh, that's what it boiled down to. What, is, what are people most upset about? What are the things that Hasbro isn't doing so that we can say we wanna do those things? And I was like, well, I've certainly talked about that in videos, but they were like, well, let's dive, d- dive deeper and, and make a list. And I was like, uh-uh. You know, I said, I, I don't know. Also, if you say it's in your videos,
0: I go watch them, you get a bit of watch time out of it as well. Yeah, that too. Yeah, that I mean, too. I can you use know, every click. You are a YouTuber, actually. Right, right. But, um, yeah. But I... so,
1: again, I, I really, I, I should have been a little calmer. I was very nervous. But, again, I don't know who they are. And we don't either in the community. And they, they're presenting themselves in a way that doesn't seem entirely honest because... There's no way they're just in it for, this is what would be good for the players yeah, and the consumers. They themselves... That doesn't make any logical sense. There's a financial incentive for them that they're yeah. not necessarily saying, and we're going to get bloody rich while doing Cause, this.
0: Because, uh, like, the, the way I saw it was, it's kind of always trying to look a bit grassroots, trying to look a bit right. like DIY. Free the wizards. Yeah, hashtag free the wizards or whatever. And in reality, I'm like, but when I realized it was a hedge fund with, like, people with... Millions of dollars of investment into so its fund.
1: I'm like, right.
0: Okay, this sounds more like people trying to make money more so than yes. It was fix people trying to make game. money
1: by and breaking also, away from Hasbro. And so the question is, who's
0: and, to know that they know what they're doing either? Right. In reality, it's going to be the same kind of people that are currently doing it. If anything, they do the old thing. Like I said, they'll just copy the old methodology that's made a lot of money over the last couple of years, or they just make the wrong decisions because it's just not their area of expertise. My dream scenario is that it would all go to fruition. Not dream scenario, but I thought it'd be funny, is if it goes ahead, they get control, they separate it out, and then just stock tanks, the game does badly because of the things they're doing don't make any sense and don't actually work in a real world. Maybe it gets all to shut up about the idea that we all know best for what Hasbro or Wizards should be doing. Well, first of all,
1: if Wizards broke apart from Hasbro, Wizards of the Coast would have the same employees, the same managers, the same executives, the same everybody that has been doing these decisions. I mean, Wizards of the Coast is who came up with secret layers. That guy who has all the sneakers and tubs, the sneaker head, all the sneakers and tubs behind him was, yeah, yeah, was, 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 was like, why can't we bring sneaker culture to magic? And I hope he got a big raise because he sure made a lot of money for the company with that. But he's wizards of the coast. People seem to think wizards of the coast are these like five, you know, gentle souls who love gaming in a garage somewhere. And this mean old corporation came in and said, make money. And maybe at one point in the nineties, they were these just, goofs who like to do gaming. They're in a Seattle suburb
0: in a garage right, in just a, rolling right. dice. And just yeah, right, right. And, fl- and, no, no, a, Hasbro flew in and picked them up and dropped them into an right, office complex. Right, like, You there's, will there, make there's, profit. There's, there's
1: somebody with a 10-year-old IBM computers T-shirt, you know, on yeah, and rolling yeah. dice and such and, 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 and being like, my druid defends. But, like, that is not the case. And Wizards of the Coast and Hasbro are one and the same. You want to know something really interesting I discovered? And, oh God, I don't even know if I should say this. Uh, this is just... This is in no way uh, obligatory. I, one of the people, so I obviously have had bad relationships with many parts of Wizards of the Coast over the years. Sure. We've had at times a tenuous relationship. Currently, we're more on the outs than on the ins. Th- the, the, flo- the tide ebbs and flows, who knows? But th- there are many individuals at Wizards of the Coast who have treated me with kindness and respect over the years, even when I've been at my most vitriolic. One of them has always been Mark Rosewater. He has always been a true person to me, and treated me in, in nothing but kindness and respect, and he often comes up in things that I'm going to converse about Magic with, simply because he ha- is positioned as one of the more prominent faces of the game. Yeah,
0: he's definitely more public than the. So seen. I
1: just really want to stress, this isn't like some, what I'm about to say is not at Mark Rosewater, but I think it's more indicative of what we're talking about, Is this. Every year, Mark Rosewater releases an article called The State of Design, which you should check out and read. It's incredibly insightful. Brilliant. And he, we have logs of this going back over a decade. He's been doing it for uh, uh, over a decade. I don't know if the exact years, it might be sure. 15 sure. plus years. It might even be 15 plus years, certainly more than 10. This year and last year opened with a near identical paragraph. And that near identical paragraph began with almost identical words that said in both years, for the state of design, I want to say that Magic the Gathering had its most profitable year ever. However, and remember, this is supposed to be an article about design, how the cards and game is made, what what succeeded, what failed and why. And this year and last year and no other year was money or profit ever mentioned once. And you can go back into over 10 years of articles and they're just about the game and the gameplay and the design. But this year and last year, the article's first line is, we made more money this year than any other year. Like, the state of our union is strong. And I noticed that, and I thought, well, what the hell does that have to do with design? And you might argue, well, that means we did the right thing. But I feel this is showing how much the influence of the money of magic is getting because they were told to double their profits. They were told, and they did in three years instead of five. But it has
0: become a popular defense for them. Like The Walking Dead, the way they, they did change some of their approach like we said earlier, but oh, yeah. the way they defended it was it sold really well. I found that and stream. We, that was that a another stream product where I, I
1: was really upset. There's been they, at least two instances
0: yeah. of that in recent times. I've done videos on them saying that's not really an accurate, a good defense for the valid criticism that people are leveling right. just because something sold very well.
1: Yes, and, and we've people had People like that.
0: Coldplay doesn't mean it's good. People <laughs> buy Coldplay albums doesn't mean it's good. I,
1: I don't. I don't know who that is, but I get the joke through context clues.
0: Yes, yes, yes. Look at me.
1: I'm I'm, I'm, I'm getting exposed to so much popular culture People I can like roll D- along. like
0: Doctor Who stuff sells,
1: oh, that's terrible. Oh, you get the hell out of here. <laughs> you get the hell out. But yes, so, and again, please, that was no knock at, at Mark, but it was a, a more a look at these little signs of the way that Wizards of the Coast is growing into... It's a change in mentality. It's a change and it comes in mentality. The, it's
0: it, it's, it's top-down. It, it's a trickle-down But if a, uh, a, a high-risk
1: hedge fund usurped control of Wizards of the Coast, that is not freeing the Wizards. That's just moving them under your control or if, under if, your if, influence. Because, again, they wouldn't have full control. It wouldn't be like they're dictators, but they wanted their people on the board. You, if I said to
0: you, we want to give Wizards as much creative control as possible, I said you give me a hundred ways in which we can push for Wizards to have more creative control. I don't think putting a hedge fund in charge is right. even in the top 100 no, as you come up with. them. So and, yeah. and,
1: you know, a hedge fund very likely could be about, whereas Hasbro wants to keep Wizards of the Coast running as their moneymaker forever, yeah, short, short a hedge, term hedge fund short term is money. about, look, we want to triple our money, then triple it again, and if the company's and then sell off, strip the company, sell it off yeah, from the last bit of pump and dump. Yeah. Pump and dump. Now, again, we're not saying do not sue me. That's their plan. <laughs> i not to what My, they were but, doing, but... <laughs> hedge funds have been known to do that and do yeah, this yeah. stuff. And that is why, again, I was such an absolute... I just was like, on this conversation, well, no comment, no comment. Mm. You know, this, that, the other and 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 everything until they just hung up on me, basically. Yeah, I I'm in, I I again, it's like, after that, I was upset for days, too. I was like, literally, because I've also felt I presented myself as like a blithering idiot, because I was like, well, 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 well That's well. what
0: you're like off-camera. Anyway. Yeah, it is. And fancy. so I was,
1: that was a very, I was like, I shouldn't have taken that call. And that's actually probably the true thing, is I shouldn't have even taken the call. What am I looking for? Uh, I said, I said at one point, like I said, are you even like looking to hire me yeah, as but, a but, consultant? But and though, it was though, like, right? and no, and I was home-site. like, well, what yeah, it was really weird. At the time, you probably wanted to know what was going on because it was exciting. I but... thought they were going to talk to me. And instead, they wanted me to talk to them about what the community wants. But it didn't feel like it felt like they were just so they could say things. Yeah. And and we saw them make releases. Somebody made a comment. I don't have the one where it sounded like they were just skimming Reddit for like topics. Mm-hmm. And, and one of them was about uh, emotes before a certain turn. Right, and they said we want to make it so that you can not yeah, give actually. a good game a before turn five. So I thought when I saw that, and it's I just thought there that, were yeah, but, but, but I thought
0: that was like almost them being a bit, a bit edgy, a bit irreverent, a bit like almost like this is a funny thing that people cared about. So we're going to point out. That's what I was, I thought. But in reality, this is called. This
1: is called the professor didn't tell them what what to say you know, is my feeling. I don't know. I don't know that that's what it is. If they're watching this, please don't sue me and don't ever call me again.
0: So on the topic of pump and dumps then, where where was the future of magic in terms of making money? Because the inevitable end goal of this conversation is for us to get around to talking about maybe, just maybe, will they ever do the non-fungible token, Brian?
1: And I think they want <laughs> I think it was definitely in their in their future to do yeah, NFTs at some
0: point obviously things have gone very badly for NFTs like yes. at the time of recording I even said this before we started, right? This is downtrending right now. Not only are we not on trend for topic, but also Uh, do we even want to start the conversation up again so people are talking about it? Yeah,
1: sure. Go watch Dan Olson's uh, line goes up on NFTs. That's the video to watch. And if you're talking about NFTs on socials,
0: change the F to an asterisk and you don't get like weird bot accounts trying to sell you cryptocurrency on Twitter. Because that does happen. When I was showing
1: off my, my deck box, uh, we were doing like you know hype build up. So at first I said something's coming from me, but I can't show it just yet and say what it is. But you will, I will in the next one. You know that whole thing. And everyone's like, oh he's, God, he's doing an NFT. And I'm like, what about me? What about me makes you think I would ever be in favor of NFT? It's just pictures of you, literal
0: pictures of you in different suits. Yeah. That'd be so funny. <laughs> it would be so funny. Some of them you got a cigar in your mouth. Other ones you're just wearing different suits and stuff. It's like a thousand you can buy. F
1: NFTs, F NFTs. So I, I've done a couple That's of videos. That's strong on some language. Too strong. Too too hot for TV.
0: Yes. Too hot for some channels. Yes. Um, yeah. I've done several videos now talking about like NFT, like um things happening in other spheres. And that that dude who wanted to make NFTs of magic cards and thought he can get away with it. That and, was hilarious. And wizards were like, nah, you can cease and desist now."
1: But but <laughs> as wizards, like, you can cease and desist now because we want to do NFTs. They've they've seemed to have indicated now that they're noticing the cooling off, but just as much there was a period where i think they were very warm to the idea the 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 then ceo i believe had made a comment that they are looking into nfts for their properties was that hasbro or was it hasbro
0: yeah i thought so yeah okay
1: but yeah And this is a great example. Monopoly man, NFTs—it's
0: the future, Brian. Right, but this is a this is—it's the the, uh, Platonic ideal of an NFT.
1: The reason I wanted to talk about NFTs was not about what a terrible, horrible, stupid thing—a scam, 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 scam—it's a a hot potato. Scam, scam, scam—it's a hot potato. It's a hot potato. No, it's not a hot potato. It's a scam. It's an absolute scam. It's bad for That's everybody. That's what a hot potato bad is. Behavior. A hot potato is a scam. No, a hot potato is like, ooh, it's a hot topic. Like, no. Ooh, no, no alchemy no, no. is a hot no, potato. No, you're missing... No, alchemy no, no. is no, a hot topic. you're
0: fundamentally missing... Hot potato is... I've got a hot potato and you're throwing it around and the person who holds it for too long gets burnt. That's the hot
1: potato. I'm aware of how hot potato works.
0: That's a scam. I'm not saying it's a hot topic. Hot I'm potato saying... is not a... Yeah, you don't hold on. No, for those at home, Brian does not understand what a hot, a hot potato scam is. It's when you never want to hold it for too long. You want to hype it up, hype it up, sell it on, and you never want to hold on to it because eventually the hype b- dies out. These things are worth no money because they're worth nothing. They're useless, yes. worthless things. And you're like, oh, I've got burnt because I had on the potato for too long. Watch it's line a hot go- potato.
1: Watch Line Goes Up by Dan Olson. It Linked good. in the comments and send it to everybody you know. Anyway, the reason I do bring up the NFTs is not to talk about what a horrible scam they are or hot potato. Which they are? Hot, hot potato.
0: Hot what? A hot potato. Is that how you pronounce it, in America? Is that how you pronounce oh, it? Oh, is, is that, that is what that you understand? So, so it's a hot potato scam. There we go. Now there we he sounds go. British. Now he sounds There British. we go.
1: Okay. But uh, the reason I bring it up is that there was a time where because of shareholders, boardrooms, meetings, executives, all this money is what the goal of magic is, not the game. Of magic is what magic is. That they might have been looking into doing and minting Magic the Gathering NFTs because it's easy money. It's yeah. a it's a hot topic thing. It's where they see it going. It has nothing to do with gameplay. It could be detrimental for the environment, for investors, all that stuff. Well, not their investors, but the person who buys the NFT doesn't mm-hmm. realize they've bought into a scam because yeah, they their think, investors they, are they their think, money. Is the yeah. strong? But. Yes. <laughs> yes. Right.
0: But the um something I do want to quickly touch on with this topic is because uh, I, I know there'll be people in the comments of this because of the NFT thing saying how it can improve magic as a piece no. of tech. It, it can't and it, we don't need it because Magic Online already works like this. Yes. You already own the card and you can buy cards and sell cards and then cash out of the in-game currency, which is tickets, into real world dollars. The economy of on Magic Online has existed for 10 plus years right. and it st- carries on. There is an element that if they shut down tomorrow, you'd lose your whole thing and there's also terms of service that they can shut you out of your account. But NFTs aren't necessarily gonna fix that problem either. They don't fix any of the problems that already exist with an economy around magic. So it so no, no. Being able to NFT your cards on arena, A, you can't, because they're never gonna let you trade because right. that keeps you in that system. And B, Magic Online already works without you having to have like a receipt on a bit chain somewhere that costs you an acre of the Amazon rainforest. So no, it doesn't help any of the issues Magic currently has. There's so no gameplay positive.
1: I guess I guess coming all around on this, what what I want to say in this episode is just that I don't think capitalism... Like, jokes aside, I don't think capitalism is bad. And I don't think it's bad for Wizards of the Coast to be a business and to make business decisions, and we can have things that are part of business, like standard, rotation, things like that. But there's a point where shareholder interests are so far above business... It's a good business interest for the game to be healthy innovative, well-played. Yeah, Shareholder interests are 10 times removed from that, where it's about the money coming in. Are they still buying the product? Are they still playing arena? Then we're not going to fix the arena economy. Then we're not going to fix the magic online interface. Then we're not going to fix these things. And that a hedge fund is maybe a hundred times above that, where there's dangers of things like a pump and dump operation to pump the most out of the Company as can, and then dump it off somewhere by the side of the road, maybe for Asmondi to pick up and run correctly. I don't know. That could be the greatest. That would that, That's actually the greatest thing. What? Let's reach a <laughs> point where yeah. we have stripped Wizards of the Coast down to the ground in terms of profitability. It's a disaster of a company. Magic is legitimately dying. That's when Hasbro sells it. Asmondi Corporation buys it, and they actually decide we want to just make it a good game and so that is how we free the Kind wizards. of what happened to
0: D&D, right? When D&D was, like, struggling to make any money, so Wizards just bought
1: it. Yeah, now look yeah. at D&D now. Yeah. Well, I mean, you no, know. No, it's
0: called D&D Beyond, not D&D Now. Oh,
1: I'm sorry, I'm sorry. D&D um, Beyond.
0: My point is that I think that, okay, so... I think capitalism is bad because it always goes towards the,
1: this, this... you really this... think capitalism is yeah, bad? I, I, I joke do. like this. I, I joke... Do. Who are you, Spice I don't, wanna, I, joke I don't like want to get into this, eight eight like, like, yeah, I I don't don't commie capitalism... versus American thing. No, I mean, but I... think
0: it always goes towards an extreme. Like, it just, it just does. But naturally. then the extreme the late is stage bad. Thing. The extreme yeah, is exactly, bad. exactly. But I just think that capitalism is anything is a slope. It never, ever evens out into a position where everyone's like, we've made enough. We're paying our workers enough. It just doesn't happen. We don't see it happen.
1: But it does at the smaller level yeah but I'd argue it doesn't exactly level.
0: at the smaller level and as, as soon as you get a bit of weight you start to roll down that hill yeah. into the late stage ditch that we see magic kind of go into where it's like make sure you buy the Tolarian
1: Community College deck box my so no point now, though, because
0: yeah. I'm, I'm a bit of a, I guess I'm a realist and people will hate this as well is that we live in this situation now so people do need to make money to live in the current society yeah. right? I'm not saying we can seize the means of magical production but what I am saying which is, is hilarious
1: because that was essentially the hedge funds argument yeah which is very funny for an investment control, firm right. and to was, say they can th- do that that's why I didn't trust them because that's very manipulative it's not in any way and they were presenting it as seize the means of Magic's production there were kids that were so excited at this idea of freeing their favorite game from the evil corporation by having an even more evil corporation. And that, and uh, don't sue me just because I it, called you evil. that's the motivating factor is, is yes. greed, right? That's You're why that ne- slope
0: exists because right. no one is happy to be up this part of it. Yeah. You've got to get bigger. You've got to double your profits in five years. Right. You've got to make record profits. Come back to Greens Workshop again. Make record profits and then say, oh, because of inflation, we're up in our book prices by 30%. You're like, right. well, you just made record profits. There's probably not a necessity to increase those prices that high. And while Magic doesn't see price increases as much. We do see things like alchemy, constantly rotating of modern and legacy through new power creep and things that ultimately do seem that they're driven by sales and making money. So I'm just... I agree with what you're saying to an extent, but I can't sit here in good faith, confidence and say, yeah, capitalism's
1: all right. Uh, I don't know. Well, <laughs> I I thought we weren't doing a capitalism bad. I thought we well, weren't doing it, But that. I'm not... You're the one doing I it. I am I'm doing that. Sa- I'm doing a lukewarm You're luring it out of Like, I feel like it's, it's no, all No, I'm of lukewarm. You're stone cold. Ah, <laughs> I feel like all of these <laughs> economic systems, all their extremes are just end up being everybody. It's like... Right, the Soviet Union's communism wasn't communist. It was, you know, yeah. All, so what, all you're this saying, stuff what you're
0: saying is the current state of American capitalism
1: is, is the best we've got. No, I'm not saying. No, that I'm joking.
0: One. I'm joking. I was just making a little power face for the front wow. page of Reddit.
1: <laughs> wow, I'm not saying that. God. <laughs>
0: I'm going to anyway, replace you
1: with Spice 8 Rack. It will be worse if you yes. replace me with Spice 8 Rack. Yeah, I, I know. I, he and I also, talk Also, this is frequently.
0: our show, thank you very much. I'll yes, replace right. you with Spice 8 Rack. That would actually least, be great. At least you won't sit there and tell me capitalism is good, actually. I would, I'd do
1: that. I'd, be, I'd sit out for you and Spice 8 Rack to do, <laughs> oh, a, do an episode of Dice to Removal. Don't just want to
0: talk about goblins the whole time. Yeah.
1: Anyway, anyway. But, uh, okay, so l- let's end on this. Let's, let's end on this question. Alchemy seems to have been a bit of a disaster. Yeah. Regardless of your thoughts on if they had done it differently it could have worked mm-hmm. and there's many arguments on that currently alchemy appears to be a a legitimate like a disaster it's it, it they they were they showed how many people uh, are playing standard versus alchemy on arena and it was overwhelmingly yeah. standard and each new alchemy release inspires more and more ire frustration and lack of faith in the company do you believe that they are going to recognize this and adapt to reflect it by either fixing alchemy in the way that it would need to be fixed, which means less profits for them, or in just letting it slowly die, or are they gonna then try and continue pushing and pushing and pushing us towards alchemy uh, because it's the only direction they can go in.
0: My belief is that they're not going to pull back on how expensive it is to get into alchemy or historically affected by alchemy. Instead, they will try to incentivize people to play them through whatever the next iteration of organized play looks like. Mm. I think they might have really understood that standard alchemy is a mess because no one cares and because you've got an announcement coming um, on the 31st or something like that. Oh
1: my god, they're going to bring back the Pro Tour and it's all on Magic Arena and it's all alchemy.
0: That is quite possibly what happens, yes.